stone. Coming a crowd, watch out, they move, they diss you loud. Guess what? This sound is bombs whole ground. Don't ease your pace, because enemies brutal. Moment of truth, there ain't no truce. You're the only one, one world, one love. But the battle goes on. Shadows of mass destruction. Oh, yeah. Da, da, da. Da, 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 da. Baby, baby. Da. Da, 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 da. Da, da, da. You ever read Persona song lyrics out loud, y'all? You sounded like Chat GPT, like breaking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, smarter child gained sentience and then disintegrated. Hello! It's Continue Podcast, episode 157. We're back. We're alive. We're surviving COVID and intestinal stress and life, and we're returned. We're here, back in your life. My name is Anthony Chadagnello, and that song is Yumi Kawamura and Lotus Juice's 2007 hit Mass Destruction from Persona 3. Uh you never really pay attention to those those battle lyrics until you see them in front of you. <laughs> uh, what are the, what is what is the stupidest lyric in a Persona song? And you're not nobody's allowed to say Chef Chef Fu. Like <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> uh, trying to remember. I can't even tell you, like, I think about the number of hours you've listened to the the battle theme. And I played Persona Five twice, and I do not remember a single line from the music. Right. Yeah, no, no, just vibes. Right, yeah. just vibes. Yeah. Like, I the battle music in Four, you've listened to those songs for hundreds of hours between yep. PS2, Vita. Yep. And other things. And all I hear in my head is potato chips and cream dip. I'm gonna sing all the way to your fucking face. I live with a TV. I'm gonna be the best girl I've ever been. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's about right. That's, That's about, I, I. Yeah. Uh, that person who has given Persona at least a like standard week of existence, numbered titles only, is Susan R. Yeah, it's not. You know, I think about it sometimes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I'm like, there are people. I I work with someone <laughs> who right now, as we speak, is. On vacation in Montana. What are they doing with their vacation in Montana? Are they skiing? Are they visiting family? No, 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 no. They're volunteering with buffalo herds. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Things like tracking movements and stuff. Like, yeah. And this is what they do when they go. They've been around the world. What they do with their vacation is they go volunteer on farms and they, you know, basically give back to the world in which in which they live. Meanwhile, I have probably dedicated a thousand hours to video game teenagers. Sure. 
fighting penis monsters. So that's the me. Same that's the same teenagers. The same teenagers. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, the- a few hundred hours for these teenagers, a few hundred hours for these teenagers. <laughs> I mean, spread it out. Yeah, you got to move it around. It's fine. Yeah. I, so I, I feel I, good about myself. I did the math the other day. Because my cousin Nina is playing uh, a Dragon Quest for the first time. Which one? Uh, she's playing two of all the Dragon Quests. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, isn't that like like considered one of the worst ones? It is. It is like bottom well, tier. Bottom it's tier. Like bottom, yeah. bottom why, third. Why? Why? She she did it solely because she like was like well like you've been telling me to try dragon quest for years and it was like the first search result in the switch store like it was like the, the uh, right so okay and, you got you got switch seo that's and, and I, <laughs> you don't no one wants to be eShop SEO. no that's not good but she she was like well i like she's enjoying like that's the thing okay. like she's she's it's been a long time since she's like she's really never played anything that simplistic. So she was playing that and then Final Fantasy one uh, on okay. Switch, like in tandem. Wow. And she was like, which Dragon Qu- Quest do you think I should play? Eight. That's like you think is eight. Obviously, it's eight. Like the answer is eight. That's very easy to, to recommend. It's tough to play eight, though. Like eight's not like. Oh, right. Yeah. Readily available. That's you can play it on your iPad. In portrait right. mode, oh, if God. you want, <laughs> and so I, I was like, "Well, like my recommendation is, uh, you know, find j- just do some reading, play Eleven. Like Eleven's there on Switch or PlayStation mm-hmm. if you want it." And she was like, "Well, have you ever replayed any of them?" And that was the moment where, like, I like stopped. I was just like staring. At my iPhone, and I know she could see the three dots. She could just see those three dots. <laughs> As I had the revelation, I was like, I'm spending six days of my life playing Dragon Quest Seven alone. Just that one. Just seven. The one that everyone hates. <laughs> wait, okay, wait, wait. Which one is seven? Is that it's the one with pl- the train? No, that's nine. It's okay. it's the it's the PlayStation one one where like you build the islands, like you find tablets, and then they oh it that one, yeah. and it takes that like, one oh sucks. Everyone hates it. Yeah, I've played it three times, and each playthrough is like a hundred and seventy five fucking hours. Yeah, oh, fuck those Buffalo. They don't need fucking me volunteering. <laughs> it's covered. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that person who's given Kazuma Kiryu at least a standard month of their life. Yeah, is Dave Roberts. Yeah, I, I finished that game. I reached, I, re, I reached the halfway point in Infinite Wealth, where I was like, I want this to be done now. <laughs> you, you ever, you ever reached that point where you're like, I'm, you're having a good time. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, like I'm enjoying this. Yeah. I just like, can we play the wrap it up music? <laughs> I got shit to do. I have other games. Like, I, I was like, after I finished that, I saw like, oh, Persona 3 is on Game Pass. I, maybe I can give that a shot. And I was like, no, I can't. I can't just roll from one 70 hour RPG to another one. 70. Oh, honey, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Susan. 
let's I, I let's talk about the teenagers. Okay. Because talk about the, I I miss how, they, how are they teenagers. doing? How are the like, how are how are the kids doing? How's, <laughs> how's Yukari? And it's what's hilarious is I am I am in Dave Land right now. I'm like the wrap it up music. Like the like <laughs> got you got the message. You're da, 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 da. and I want to thank God and uh, yeah. Yeah, one more dungeon, and then we're good. We're, I swear it's over after this. I swear. I, I guess you're a real girl. It's over. It's end. And you're I'm, pretty and nice. And I'm okay. So here's this. Okay. So first of all, if you well, even if you have played Persona Three before, this is a great version of it. Yeah. Uh, on Game Pass, uh, it's it 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 is the original game made modern. Because in case you're not familiar with the, the teens, as, as we are here at Continue Podcast, Persona 3 is the first of the modern Personas in the way that Grand Theft Auto 3 is the yes. first of the, the modern Grand Theft Autos. Yeah. So it, it set – it created the form that they would take, but it is the larval form. So it had some kind of awkwardness that they smoothed out over four and five as they made the game snappier and, and made it easier to get around in it and do all the various things that you have to do. And so this is it has been modernized in that respect, which is great. Worst music of the trio. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. Want to put you in a trance. That's all that's all I remember for Persona 3. It's not good. It's not good. It's, it's not good. Voice. I thought yeah. they made it. <laughs> Susan, did they? Did they re? Did they re? I thought they redid the music. I thought it was like a redone, like fully redone soundtrack. Yeah, it still sucks. I mean, what do you want me to say, man? Like, can polish attorney, Anthony. <laughs> You can, right, you so can remix too bizarre, like or so. So, oh, yeah. so bizarre, so, so bizarre. bizarre. Right, it's still gonna be shit because it's the sucky yeah. source. Like, <laughs> thank you for taking that deep gut history with me. I hate that song so much. But anyway, it's so, it's so bad. So here's my problem with, and well, here's the thing. What is great is it it plays really really well, and uh, it is a it is a really good entry point for anybody who perhaps is curious about Persona, and for whatever bizarre reason, is not just going right to five, which why would you not go right to five? Because five is the no secret, whatever, fine. Uh, it's on Game Pass, it's free, why not? Wouldn't you try it? So that's great. My problem with it, and it's a, it's, it's a, partly from spending so much time with the teens, it's so freaking easy, dude. All right, on what? Yeah, I'm I, very curious about this. I'm very curious about this because part of that larval stage uh, with Persona 3 on the road to Persona 4 and 5 is I would say that Persona 3, especially once you get into the end game, is like old school Shin Megami Tensei heart. It is yes. Yes. very very punishing yep well and, it, like in in the first in, in the original version of three i remember like you could only control the the main character yes, yes. like there they had tactics. they had to fix that in their like yeah. paid dlc slash update yeah and dave not only that not only could you not 
control any of the rest of your party. There was, there is only, so like four and five has like the endless dungeon where you climb inside a cat's butt that is now a truck and you drive around in that endless yeah, dungeon. Yeah, 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 yeah. The only, the only dungeon in uh, three is that. It's Tartarus. Well, okay, yes. So for anyone who is not familiar with the intricacies of the teens, the story haha, of three is <laughs> that uh, at midnight uh, every day, the dark hour happens. And most of humanity goes to sleep and looks like a coffin. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but certain people who can use personas stay awake. And it's also when shadows come out. Shadows are these monstrous creatures, the things that, you know, you fight in Persona games. And this tower called Tartarus pops up where the high school, of course, is during the day. And so what you need to do is go in with your pals and you're climbing the tower. And each floor is randomly generated. You fight monsters. Every few floors, there's a mini boss until eventually you get to the end of the block of, of floors, and uh, that's where the stairs break, and you can't make progress until mm-hmm. stuff happens in the game. So that's how it throttles your progress. And then during the day, you're going to high school, you're forming social links, you're doing part-time jobs to earn money, all the stuff that you know and love from Persona games. Fine. Tartarus is, I, I will say, the, gl- the glow-up it has received is really nice. Oh. Like it's, it looks really, the, the environments are interesting. It doesn't, it is, it is, it is clearly randomly generated, but it doesn't have that random gen feel to it, you know? Yeah. Where, no, yeah. The original on PlayStation 2, like, was very, like, basic and functional. It was very, just, like, yeah. shitty floor of the space jockey spaceship from Alien. Yeah. And... Just, just in boxes over and over and over again. And that was fine. Yes. Like it was yeah, which is fine. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, we, we, we may do, it was the before times. It's fine. Yeah. Uphill both ways. It's okay. <laughs> so now it, I mean, it looks great. It, it really, really does. But what they have done, but it must be said that when it originally came out, absolutely. You couldn't control your, your three party members. They just did whatever they felt like doing, which made it really hard to, you know, do those combos and and really do the things that you needed to do to live. The <laughs> other thing, so now now you can. Now you ha- have full control over your entire party. The other thing that they did uh, is originally you would get exhausted. Mm. It was the other I... method that they used to throttle your uh, gameplay so you wouldn't get too OP because otherwise you could just go back in and grind, 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 grind. And by the time the next block opened up, you would be like, Rawr! and like one shotting everything. And they're like, no, 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 no. We can't have you doing that. So if you uh, fought too much, if you did try to do too much in a night, you would get exhausted and then you wouldn't be able to do anything for the next couple days. That is gone. You, you don't easy. get exhausted, <laughs> Right. That, the other thing they have now uh, are these twilight fragments. Twilight fragments are – it's a currency, basically. It's a little blue crystal, and you get them a number of ways. You find them lying around. You can uh, break containers in Tartarus and get them that way. The main way you get them is by, from Elizabeth. 
of the Velvet Room. As you level up, she'll just give them to you. She's like, oh, I'm so pleased by your progress. Here, have some. You can do little quests for her. Uh, she has a whole list of 100 different quests. And you get costumes. You get money. You get uh, uh, equipment. You get Twilight Fragments for doing these things. It's everything from go buy me one of every beverage in the game to, uh, to show me a persona with a particular skill. All manner of quests, right? So, oh, and then, of course, of course, cats sometimes wander into Tartarus. And if you go find the cat, the cat will give you a mouthful of Twilight Fragments. Sure. Wait, the cat will just barf Twilight yep. Fragments for you? Uh -huh. this, yep. is, this is the content I want from Atlas <laughs> Games. Right? Okay. That's what I'm looking for. So Twilight Fragments are... Like you're never, you never have hundreds of them, but you have enough. And peppered throughout your journey are locked boxes that only open to Twilight Fragments. And they've got really high level equipment in them. Like if you get equipment, a piece of equipment out of one of these boxes, it is almost guaranteed to be better than anything anybody has right now. Wow. Yeah, it's good stuff. You also get skill cards out of these boxes. Skill cards which you can reproduce as much as you want for free. So if you get a really uh, strong skill card, just go off to the shrine and make as many copies of it as you want for free. Does that take like a day action no, to do? No, or? I mean for what? free. You're just standing there going chong, 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 chong. Yeah, it doesn't take up time during your day. It's not like it's a socialization spot. No, just do it as much as you want. It's fine. And a skill card gives a skill to a persona instantly. Did you kick it up? Like, at what point? Because everything you're talking about fundamentally breaks any yeah. challenge yes! there would be. Exactly. Like, all, like, even one of those additions would break the whole structure of not how it done. works as a game. Not like, done. it's not really a game. Not even oh. done yet. Just not done. Yeah, <laughs> there's more. There's more. So then, at the end of combat, uh, occasionally you get something called shuffle time, which is when you are dealt. the The underlying shtick of the game is uh, the is tarot and the major and minor arcana, and so you get a spread of tarot cards, and this is how you get a bonus, uh, maybe more money or more XP or something like that, or it's also how you get new personas. So you'll get Delta card like, oh, it's Scotty. Do you want to add Scotty to your roster? Okay, fine. Yeah, great. Cool. But you will occasionally also get a major or arcana card. You know, the Empress, the Star, the Sun. The things these, what these things do is so ridiculous OP. There's one that will immediately raise your currently equipped persona one level. What? There's another one that raises the magic and strength of all of your equipped personas two points. Permanently. Permanently. And you can get these every single time you go to Tartarus. You <laughs> won't necessarily, but you can. I have a Black Frost who's he's, he's, a, he's relatively low level. He's like a level 45. But his magic is like 82 at this point yeah. because I just keep running into these 
I've had them for a long time and I keep running into these bonuses over and over and over again. I am so ridiculously OP going into the final battle. I'm like, I'm not OP. I can't one shot things, but it's, it's just not hard at all. Like you, you just don't have to think like, as long nope. as you're doing the, the weaknesses and stuff like you're exactly, that's... exactly. I have, I, I go with, uh, Akihiko, he's lightning. I have uh, Futaba, she's wind. I got Koromaru, because he's a dog. And he, he's got the dark skills. <laughs> yeah. And then all of my array of personas, because I can carry 12 of them, have everything else. So, I got healing. I got physical skills. I got light. You need fire? I got it. You need wind? I got that twice. Let's just... Starting with Persona 4 Golden. Hmm. After Golden, they were like, we'll let you change the difficulty whenever you want. Yeah. Like, unless you switch it to Super Baby. Like, that's like... Right. In 5, it's like, if you go down to Super Baby, you can't come back. But you can, like, go from, like, easy to normal to hard. Yeah. Did you kick it up at any point? I didn't, because by the time I realized... Oh, this is too easy i i was like oh well okay Mm. at that point i thought well at least if if it's this easy i can get through it faster (laughs) ha (laughs) ha no 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 i can't no i'm over 100 hours already yeah i Um, i played um when golden came out for vita i wanted to replay it just for the story mm. like i i and that's the only one i've ever played on like true super baby yeah. And like that's a, like if you do that, you can just set it to auto battle and it's like mm-hmm. one hit kills for everything. Like you march over the bones of that game. Nice. It ta- it takes 55 hours. Yeah. Without it's just w- with no with battles. Just the story. <laughs> yeah. Just just story and just like the the life management stuff, it's still mm-hmm. 55 hours. And I I was like, you know what? I'll also because now what I'm doing cuz you have a month to clear each section of Tartarus, because this is all tied to the phases of the moon. The big stuff happens during a full moon, so that's, you, you've got the month to clear Tartarus, you have to clear Tartarus up to the next level where the stairs break, and then at some point, uh, folks will find their way into Tartarus and you have to go rescue them. So those are really, I, I get that stuff out of the way in like two days, and then I'm just waiting for the, the idiots to find their way, and then I'm waiting for the cat, <laughs> To find his way in. And other than that, I've been using the nighttime to, you, there's a couple social links you can pursue at night. And I was using the nighttime to get my, uh, you have to raise your charm and your courage and your academics. So I was doing that. But I've done all that. And so now I'm just like, all right, let's go to bed early. <laughs> I'm just, I'm marking time until January 31st, which is when the the big, 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 big fight happens um what a a bummer like i i don't think i am glad did you guys did you guys play fez fez the persona 3 yes yeah equivalent wait did i that was the no i I played p3p yeah so there's like the stuff in fez i don't think has ever been put out like i don't think it's in persona 3 portable no because that's where you can have the female protag Right. So yeah. Fess is like it was like 
you know, as they <laughs> uphill both ways in ye olden times, kids. And Atlas is like probably like still the only company that does this consistently. Atlas has always done the like, here's a version of the game. And then a couple of years later, here's the yeah. fancy version of the game. Yeah, we, we, yeah. They don't release DLC. They just release a new version, uh, of, the a game. Fancy yeah. version of the game. With, uh, and and we buy it because we're every, idiots. Every yeah. time. Per- yep. Persona Champion Edition. Uh, <laughs> Champion Edition Turbo. But Fess is different than what you saw with like Golden or Royale because all that shit was like folded into the game. Mm. Fess is a full second game that takes place after the ending. And oh, I I guess is the main character because Oh. Because reasons. I guess is the you are I guess leading the crew. And it is the most difficult RPG I've ever played. Oh wow. Like it is so insanely punishing. And uh Sojima, the di- director of all like the fancy uh personas uh post three even he was like yeah we probably didn't spend enough time on that because like you go you go into the first battle and it's just like you can't you can't do the stat like nothing is weak to anything you can do oh wow like like you have to like build up to where you have any kind of ability to like hit weaknesses on on characters and it's just punishing Mm. and so I'm glad that like pers- like the philosophy of Persona 3 wasn't replicated in remaking it like cuz I don't think it was ever as fun as it needed to be yeah because of how punitive it was at all times but that is a insane overcorrection well I'm here's my thing there's I think two difficulty levels above I'm playing on normal yeah. And so I think there's two difficulty levels above that. And that's how it should be, right? Like, if I want it to be any kind of challenge at all, uh, I have room to do so. Yeah. And if someone doesn't want that, then great. If they do want the story, if they do want to expose themselves. Because let's let's be fair, part of why this was so easy for me so fast like, I'm going into fights immediately knowing what the weakness is because yeah. I've played this game so much, right? I immediately know which characters I want in my party because I've already played this twice. You know, so there is definitely an advantage to that. Although I did for, completely forgot that a certain character dies at one point. I'm like, oh, oh, well, glad I didn't bother spending any time with them. Okay, <laughs> cool. But... Uh, it, oh, that's the other thing. I don't remember if this was always the case. Uh, you get a navigator, Fuka, who is 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 you know lets you uh, gives you information on on the maze that you're going through at the time. If you go through one complete round with an enemy, she can scan it immediately to let you know exactly what to tweak to. What the hell? <laughs> all the all the Persona Three things are gone, right? Like you don't. I I I feel like I remember there was more of a uh, barrier to that. I don't remember what it was, but I just what and it, and it doesn't cost anything either. Oh yeah, like I, like she has SP that you can use to in, immediately map out a floor. Or scare yes, things away. Yeah, yeah. That's that's like old school there. But like yeah. there was like using the SP to do it 
especially if you were like like if you'd clear like you were trying to like ascend as far as possible before the month was out like you've cleared the you've cleared the goal like you've done the main mission but then you're just grinding to see how far you can get using the sp in that point like there was such like the the risk was so satisfying yeah 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 because it was like well i have a couple of days left before the month if i push this this hard I might like lose a full day because yeah, I think that's exhausting. Yeah, yeah. And like that's that was cool. Like the tension of that was really interesting. It, it, it sounds like you guys remember Metal Gear Solid, the Twin Snakes? Yes. <laughs> Do you remember? So the big thing with that game was it was like, oh, we remade the first game in the engine of two. And it's yeah. like in, in your head, you're like, oh, that's cool. Like everything looks nice. The cutscenes are all like animated now. Like it, but the problem is, is that by doing so, they have added the ability to shoot from first person. Yeah. And it fundamentally breaks oh. every encounter in that game. And that's what oh. it sounds like to me is that the, in their attempt to Persona Five, Persona Three. Yeah. Yeah. They have overcorrected. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like taken not just the challenge, but like kind of the soul of what made Persona 3 like unique. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't, like it sounds like it doesn't really work. I mean, it doesn't work for me, right? Yeah. Like for someone who who is coming at this after having played Persona 5, it's it's probably not as disappointing. And uh, to be clear, I have put over a hundred hours into this. It's not like yeah. I'm like, this sucks. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's not, it's, it, it's not as satisfying because you, you don't feel like you've mastered it when you win because yes. it just, it just doesn't feel like it was putting up that much of a fight. But let me tell you the thing that it does annoy the living shit out of me and is why I, I now play this game in silence it's not the soundtrack it's not it, and it's, it's not. not the soundtrack although i hate the soundtrack no 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 okay so i have koromaru in my party a because he's a dog so obviously i do but b he's ridiculously overpowered like he's, he's so he's he because he has a little here's an example he has little dog feet so one of the pieces of equipment that you can use as armor is shoes but he has little dog feet, so you can't buy shoes for him. So he just has the best feet in the game from the get-go. <laughs> like, you're here with, like, defense of 45 on your feet. His is 125. Oh, my God. This is a fair pause, right? Okay, so he's a great character to have in your party no matter what. But so Fuka, your navigator will, you know, uh, offer up, all of the characters offer up commentary as you go through the, the floor. Like little random things like, oh, you know, I have homework today and I hope I can get it to, whatever, it's fine. If you have Kurumaru in your party, Fuka will not shut up <laughs> talking what? to the dog. Great job, Koromaro. Now let's keep exploring. Oh, Koromaro found something. Oh, Koro-chan, you're such a good boy. Shut up. Shut up. And then she's like, and all of us, by the way, we're all running around together, but oh, it's Koro-chan found something. Excuse me, I think I'm the one who went over and found this chest. 
thank you. Koromaro just happened to be. Yes, he is a very good boy. I deserve an attaboy too. Damn thank it. Thank you. <laughs> Koromaro. That's that's surprising. I will say something I liked about the original more than four, even. I keep saying the original like, right. Persona 1 right. and 2. Yeah. Don't there exist. Like two or three other games. They don't exist. That. Uh but I like it was so much less chatty. Like yeah. the PS2 version is so much less chatty. Uh even even in battles, it wasn't like every second of being like, do it, Senpai! Like Oh my god. If I hear <laughs> Senpai one more freaking time oh my god Kuro-chan. oh I'm, shut up shut up stop it i yeah. mute them all every yeah. game even Wait. even persona 5 i mute like i want to hear your assholes in cutscenes only yeah. yeah any other time shut up <laughs> just stop talking i mean they are teenagers and therefore i don't want to hear anything they have to say i don't care <laughs> i don't <laughs> Go back Don't on your TikToks. Care. You did. Yeah. Go back on your TikToks. Get on your phones. I so I finally found this out after being a weeb for so much of my life. I uh, about a year ago was like, why can I not play an RPG where people aren't screaming what they're doing? <laughs> like my, I, I, I like I sell my soul to go back to the era of like Super Nintendo and PlayStation where people aren't like constantly being like like you don't i you don't need to yell like fire you yeah. it's rhyme time you, they don't it's fucking go to taco me. bell and they're like pintos and cheese like, they don't, <laughs> you don't need to fucking do that shit but i i have learned since mm. that the whole like i am announcing my move yeah is rooted in like 60s manga like this is all o- osamu tezuka's fault ah okay. this on astro boy <laughs> it is all astro boy's fault and the reason was is old newsprint comics you you like it, forget the fact that you could only be printing in black and white the quality of the paper was so oh. poor that you needed to make the sound effects and everything really dramatic to translate what the action you wanted happening was. Ah. So hence why Astro Boy was just being like, like power beam from my chest hole. Uh, and then that translates to the anime because they want to see the manga reflected right. in the thing that they watch. And then, and then video have, games happen. And then, yeah. And so video games happen 25 years later and you've got all these people who are just raised on that. And they're like, well, that's how it's done. That's that's, that's normal. But now I don't need to hear you, Senpai. <laughs> Blazing arrow, Senpai. Shot Pierce! Pierce! Just just shoot the arrow. Just shoot. Just shoot the arrow. It's okay. Fine. <laughs> don't worry. Stop it. Okay. All right. That's it's just... all fine. Like the one the one I will like when you're when he when the protagonist calls up different personas, because you've got a roster of twelve. And and he calls forth one, and then he he says their name. All right, I'll I'll give you that. That sure almost makes sense in in. <laughs> but Akihiko, you're just punching him. Just 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 punch <laughs> him in the face. It's fine. It's okay. Stop it. I want 
Persona 6 to be like super realistic, like disaffected teenagers. There you go. Like, so like, like they have to like pull out their phone and be like, Ipon Tatara. No, I, I called you. You're old. You're an old demon. So I called. I know that's what you're. <laughs> okay, boomer. just come, just come here. Yeah. <laughs> and then they hang up and look at like the giant penis monster with like yeah. keychains coming off, and they're like, "Upon Tatara is so mid." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't. I am not trying to create the impression that you should not play this game. Just depending on which generation of Persona players you are, allow that to to guide your difficulty setting. There is a rumor, and like full-on rumor, this isn't like, there's no wink-wink, nudge-nudge. But there are two rumors. One is that this is like going to be released on Switch 2, like right near when switch Two inevitably comes out mm-hmm. but that also they're going to actually do the fess stuff oh cool dlc so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna wait i don't like as i really yeah, want to play yeah. it i really want to yeah. play it and i think i'm just gonna hold off until we get p3r r r squared well, they're doing that with the Shin Megami Tensei Five too. They're, that's getting a yeah. And that's coming. That's actually leaving Nintendo jail. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly enough, uh, I've heard people say that like because I never played Five, but I've heard people say that like that game is great until it crashes to a halt, and that this game is supposed to fix that. I don't know what any of that's referring to though. Do you? Mm-hmm. Know? Cra- yeah, yeah. I I I don't know if you guys remember. I played a shitload of that game. Yeah, you yeah. loved it. Yeah, I loved it, and it hits a wall, it, like a, like a. You want to talk about like old school SMT difficulty? Like it just gets stupid. Like, <laughs> like it get it's so dumb, and like you lose so much time every single time you're attempting things in like the back third. I'd say um. that, it, like. It, it, it's not even like, oh, well, I need to grind and then really figure out these fusions. Like, the depth of strategy that you need to be affecting in, bat- like, these boss battles and, like, just buff regulation. Like, it feels very NES era Dude. of, like, oh. you, need, you need to be, like, lucky with, like, what you just need to be lucky. Oh, like, no. You, no, no, no. I have a and, job, no, no. sir. Yeah. I, yeah. And like, I played that game for like 50 hours and I still wasn't getting But like, it's so like, man, like the fact that you guys are going to be able to play it on uh, something that where it will run at more than 10 frames per second is like yeah, also going to be a treat. Wait, what did you uh, play? It was only on Switch. It was um, like a Switch exclusive. And like, I like playing things that look like they're like a early era ps2 game <laughs> in terms of performance like that's me uh it's not for everybody but like mm. it's beautiful that soundtrack is fucking rad it's like yeah. smt does blade runner it's yeah. so cool. yeah yeah uh, i'm i'm excited to check it out I, i'm hoping it's not like like i tried to do the nocturne run oh god so <laughs> and like Nocturne's past dude. So hard. It's so cool, but like God. Yeah. yeah. And you it's know, like, like if you're if you're playing it on easy, like 
that's not like that's you're not getting the nocturne yeah, experience. Right. Yeah. So like, yeah, why right. even bother? Yeah. yeah. I I kicked <laughs> I kicked five down to easy, and it still was like, wow. yeah, it was punishing, man. Um, so guys, yeah, so many new video games in 2024. It's a lot. And all the good drugs seem to be here again. All yeah. them, all them real high-end fancy drugs <laughs> seem to be back. Nintendo's like, hey, kids, you want new pocket card jockey? And I was like, no, I swear <laughs> to God. I already, I said, no, that's the second step. I'm up past 12 at this point, Nintendo. Uh, and then there's also even worse like there's drugs that make pocket card jockey look like you know the fucking thc uh yeah it's the it's cbd gummies at the gas station compared to balatro yeah which like th this was gonna be the hell divers 2 podcast but that game is like broken as hell right now it's a victim of its own success apparently they long surpassed destiny 2's peak concurrent players Oh God! Um, How is that possible? I don't know. It, I like. It feels like we have another until dawn on our hands, where it's like they made it. Sony didn't really know how to market it. Like they pushed it a little bit, but like no one was like. Even the the studio was like, we'd be lucky if we get like a hundred thousand concurrence, like by a couple months from now. And like there, I think there are like over a million sold easy. They had to push the server capacity to 700,000 concurrence, and oh. there were still some wait times over this weekend. But like matchmaking is kind of broken and stuff, so I haven't been able to play. Like, I tried playing Got with friends it. last night, and like, I kept getting failed to join player lobby errors, and then my friend dropped out, and I was able to join his friends but then he tried to join again and he was getting the same errors I got. It's fun, but yeah, like, if, I, if you're looking at it, to wait. I'm not trying to be but. like I'm I'm genuinely I <laughs> it sounds dismissive, but this comes from a place of love. Uh, what the fuck even like, why do people care about Helldivers? Like, it it's, just looks it's like Starship Troopers, bro. Yeah, it's Starship Troopers, It's Starship Troopers. And it's, it, it's got that like friction game feel of something like uh, I don't know, like but I thought it was robots. It's like there are robots, too. But, but there's bugs. bugs? Yeah. I've only yeah. seen the yeah. robots. And it's, it's very it, it's it's Starship Troopers with friendly fire turned all the way on. So <laughs> it's you, it's just it's funny because you're constantly dying and shooting. getting wrecked and shooting each accidentally shooting each other and like the like emergent gameplay moments. Like you can call down special abilities, but you don't just hit a button to call a special ability. You have to put in a Street Fighter combo, then which turns into an orb, which you, you then throw onto the field, and people have to watch out because like fire, you know, like a cannon will rain down from the sky and blow people up, or you'll summon supplies that drop from the sky and will land on another player if they're not this, careful. This like that's the why, game. This is why there should be articles. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't want to like tell the world to like like do pivot to like stop just doing video, but like if I could have just read something that explained that, I would have been really excited for this game because yeah. all there is is trailers and previews and YouTube videos and they make it look like shit. Like yeah. I wouldn't 
well, play this in a million years. And the other thing too is that it's just like it's a video game that you pay money for. Like it's forty dollars. Yeah. The microtransact there are microtransactions, but they're pretty buried. And you can earn the premium currency by playing the game. So like I thought it was it, free to play this entire no. time. I thought it was free to fucking play. No, so no. it's just like a video game. It's, it's just, just a video, video game, game that's online that you play oh, with other people. I think and I'm there's like play a, this. there's a meta. There's a meta layer where it's like as you're doing missions on planets, you're uh, working towards goals, which will give you rewards if the everyone who's playing the game completes them. And it'll like the way that it started too, where it was like, oh, everyone's going to the bug planets. I don't want to talk about this too much because I got poker yeah, drugs. You got I drugs. <laughs> Uh, but like, like everyone was f- fighting on the bl- bug planets, and then the developers were like, "Surprise attack from the robots! They're attacking these two planets here. We're changing the objectives of the metagame. Go over here to help defend these areas." So like, the developers seem to have like a lot of control over how events shift as the sort of the meta game progresses. But yeah, it's just, it's a video game that you play with friends. Like there's no, there, there are like multiple currency level like types, but it's all just about like getting different upgrades. Like it's not about trying to bilk you out of more money. That sounds lovely. It's nice. It's nice. And it, it seems to be rewarding them because the game is breaking so much because too many people are playing. Yeah. Have you guys ever heard, um, a term that they use in addiction treatment. It's called like one of the things you need to learn about is called drug seeking behavior. Yes. Yeah. Drugs. Yeah. yeah, Drug seeking behavior is like you just show up where there's going to be drugs. Yeah. You're not asking for like the e-shop. Right. But like, (laughs) so Dave, I'm not trying to hard transition out of health conversation, (laughs) but uh, what else have you been playing? Right. Well, that was the thing because I was like, I was going to talk about this, but it's so broken. I haven't been had a chance to play it. And then I was like, well, what am I going to talk about on the show? And then we delayed a week, and then Bellatro came out, mm-hmm. and then and then Bellatro. It's it is it is it is. Uh, I'm marking it down. It's this year's Vampire Survivors. Uh, oh, both in no. terms of both in terms of uh, the compelling nature of the gameplay and just how it's like blowing up because it's it's mm. it's it is Bellatro fever is sweeping the nation. <laughs> <laughs> um, surprising, like like apparently there was a next fest on Steam a couple months ago where they had a demo and it blew up like a but like Northern Lion is a big YouTuber. I'm so out of the loop on this stuff, but like he was playing it and like that caused a bunch of other people to download the demo and like all the reviews on Steam were like I played six. 60 hours of the demo. This is the easiest $15 purchase of my <laughs> life. Um, it is a, it, it's a time vampire. Uh, it is a poker roguelike deck builder. It is, it is a deck builder that uses the framework of poker to basically allow you to break poker, get huge combos and uh, and 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 get that delicious brain chemicals going uh, as you're playing. I mean, the the setup is. I mean, it's poker. Like at yeah, a basic are you level, playing? you're not playing anyone. You're playing yourself. Uh, so the idea is is that you like it's set up. You have you have to complete eight antes to win 
Bellatro. You can keep going in endless mode once you hit eight, but you have to complete eight essentially rounds of three blinds. You have a small blind, a big blind, and then the boss blind. Each blind gives you a chip value that you need to clear with combos. And you get combos and chips by playing poker combos. So like a two pair is worth like, it'll be worth like 50 chips times two. And so that's the base level of the combo, but then it adds in the value of the cards that you play. So if you play higher value cards, you get more points for, for that hand. But then there are jokers that you can buy in the shop, uh, which apply all kinds of wild bonuses. So like the deck building, this is the deck building part. So yeah, like you'll go in the shop and you could buy a joker. That's like every diamond you play will give you plus four to the multiplier or every, um, let's see what one where I had like every time you play uh, two pair, like the car, the joker starts at a zero multiplier, but every time you play a two pair, that joker increases in value by two throughout your entire run. So you are then incentivized to play more two pairs to get that number up uh, to get more multiplier because as the game progresses, the blind the chip values that you need to clear get mm. higher and higher and yeah, higher. Sure. Dave, what's what is the goal besides being able to just keep doing I mean, the blind? Is that it? Like, that's that's it. Like that's, that's the thing. It. Like, you're not you're not playing against another player. You are playing poker against yourself, trying to clear these things. There. So in the boss blinds, there are certain wrinkles that the game throws at you. So like, one of the ones will be like, um, you have to clear this set of, you have to clear this chip value, but also every face card that we deal you is face down, or. <laughs> <laughs> or or you have to play five cards because the thing is like you don't have to play five cards to play a hand if you have a two pair you could play four cards and that counts as a two pair in the games like you don't have to play like a full five card hand you can but that that extra card won't count it's only the two pair of cards that count however the like one of the boss blinds is like you have to play five cards so there'll be times like oh i have a two pair i play four cards didn't count you dumb dumb so you don't get so you would need like a full house well you can play a two pair but you have to throw in a fifth card you basically have to throw a card away in that hand for that point value to clear uh yeah (laughs) So tell me, wait, like, so tell me about the rest of what is the rest? Like, what do you see? Like, what is what are you it's experiencing? Like video po- it, looks like, it looks like video poker, like the, the like what you the, see at a gas station, right? Yeah. Like the screen has a CRT glow. The background is this like undulating, like, like, like trippy wave, like the like a like think of a. a battle in earthbound like the background how it's just like wavy (laughs) form that's just like and there's just like this chill sort of synthesizer soundtrack playing as you're playing and as you put cards down and the multipliers add up they go boop 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 and it and and that's that's when the chemicals start firing off in your brain um the other thing too is like you really you really do have to think of it less as poker and more like a deck builder because that's how you get the kinds of points that you need to actually beat the game. So, so you can't, it's not just endless. It's not like, no. So yeah. So each blind, you have to beat the blind within a certain amount of hands. 
So like by default, you have four hands. So I have four opportunities to play poker combos to beat 300 chips, say. Uh, and you can get things to increase the amount of hands you get. You all can also discard oh, cards. So okay. like if you don't, um, you don't like your hand, you can choose cards, discard them. That doesn't count toward your hand count. You'll just get more cards. However, there are jokers which will give you more multiplier or more money based on whether or not you use your discards or how many hands you play. So you're constantly encouraged to optimize however, based on however, um, like whatever jokers you get. You, you can also level up your poker combos. So like your two pair starts at a level one, and it's like, like I said, it's like 50 chips times two. But each time you level it up, it adds more chips to uh, to the value and it increases the multiplier. So you can get to a situation where because of the jokers that you have and the level, the the cards, the, the, the planet cards that you play to level up your poker combos, that like a two pair could be worth more than a flush just by the nature of the fact yeah, that because you've leveled of what up your, you've. Yeah, what, what you done. put in there. Uh, you can also buy Arcana cards, which will modify your poker cards to give them individual bonuses. Like you can get a card which will add um, each time you play a specific card that you apply the Arcana to, it will fire off a four, a plus four multiplier or give you extra chips or if you have a certain card in your hand at the end of a round, it will give you a planet card, which you can then use to level up your poker uh, combos. You can also buy additional cards. So you can have more than 52 cards in your poker deck. You can change suits from one uh, suit to another. So like one of the runs where I was like just cleaning house, I, I was like, okay, so I had a card that was, it gave me a bonus for every flush that I played that would increase each time I, I played a flush and it would give me bonus multiplier for every diamond that I played. So I was like, okay, I'm going to convert every card that I have and I'm going to add as many diamonds as, as I can to this deck. So that was my goal. And so by the end of it, I was just like, I was getting a handful of diamonds and just like playing boom, 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 flush multiplier, Joker firing off, Joker firing off, Joker firing off, and then just clearing like ten thousand chips in a single play. That's like, the that's, drugs. That that is the drugs. That's the drugs. That's the drugs. Like the moment you said, and I was just getting a handful of diamonds. That's that is poison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wait. Okay, you could beat the game. Right. You could finish it. Yes. What is the finishing it? How do you finish it? Like, where does this where does this all end? So that's the th that's why <laughs> I, like Suze was like before we started the show, like how close is this to Slave Aspire? Yeah. And I'm saying it's close because it's not like like is there a story in Slave Aspire? I didn't play There's too much. There's not a though. story, but there is an ending. There yeah. is okay. a yeah. You you beat it with each mm -hmm. of the three characters, and then anyway, yes. Okay. And it, it's very hard to do, but there is an end point. Okay. Yeah. So Bellatro doesn't seem like that. Like you it's it's way more of like just like a like a like vampire survivors, where it's like it's just a game that you just right. kind of hang out in. So yeah. each on top of the base game, uh you as you play and complete certain objectives, like uh, 
like I you'll unlock additional Joker cards that will get added to future runs. So like if you discard like a hundred cards over the course of all of your runs or whatever, like that will unlock a Joker card that you can then use in future future games. There are also additional deck types that you can play with. So you start with the red deck, which gives you one extra this hand. This is very Slay the Spire. One extra hand to to play with. Um, right. If you finish a game with that, that's all you start with. If you finish a game with that, uh, you then unlock the blue deck, which instead of giving you an extra hand, it gives you an extra discard. Mm-hmm. And so you, once you complete the game with that, or like you you complete certain objectives, I think you, you, you will actually unlock additional decks before completing a game. Uh, it's the difficulties. You unlock additional difficulties um, f- f- each time you beat uh, a game with that deck. So, like, you beat the like one of the difficulty. The base difficulty is just the normal game, and then the second difficulty, which is the only one that I've unlocked so far, uh, is uh, it makes the small blind. So you can, when you play a small, when you play a blind, that's how you earn money. However, you can also skip a blind and there are these little tags that get attached that give you an immediate benefit. So it's like it, like um, either play this hand and it potentially earn however much money that you, you earn based on how you play. Or uh, we'll give you, say, a, a dollar for every time that you've finished around without discarding a card. And it'll tell you, like, we'll give you like currently that's worth six dollars. So it's up to you to decide do I want that $6 and skip the the blind or do I want to play the blind? Because the thing too, is that if you skip the blind, you don't go to the shop. You only go to the shop after you win a round. So you have to balance that. Anyway, this, the second difficulty that I unlocked is, um, uh, you have to, the small blind is actually not like you don't earn money on the small blind. So, you have to decide at that point, well, well, I either have to play this or skip it. So, but I'm not earning any money. So like just different ways that it's like messing with how you're approaching the game. This um, is like, the perfect halfway point between pocket card jockey and slay the spire. Yeah. Because it's like pocket card jockey is dangerous because it's like you do the life of your horse. You're like, you're to the career of your horse. Right. Four years. Yeah. And then it kicks you into another horse. Like, it's like, here is what you have begat. And you just do it again. There is no, like, hard end point. But there is that, like, progression of clear rules that you get in Slay the Spire, where it's like, now you've unlocked this character. Mm-hmm. Now you've unlocked this character. Now, I don't... This should be, like, a classified substance, man. Like, yeah. it's... <laughs> I mean, Anthony, did you ever did you ever finish the story of Pocket Card Jockey? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, all right. So like, like I finished the story, and so that's like when it when it then is just like you're like running the dynasty. Oh, okay. Of your, okay. Of your horse over and over okay. and over again. Um, <laughs> and you run the you run the story of your horse like their son and their grandson and their great grandson and they. <laughs> Sometimes you pull one that's not as good as the last one. You're like, but I can work with this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can work. Um, I can work with. What are you playing this on? Is it? Are you playing this on Steam Deck? Because that sounds yeah, dangerous. Yeah, uh, Steam Deck, but it's on everything. It's on Switch. It's on PC. It's on or yeah, PlayStation, Xbox. It's not on Game Pass, but no. it's also it's only fifteen no. bucks. Uh, I like it one, because fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. 
Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're, yep. You're like, I have fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, I like it. Like it's it is chill. Like I I like my thing with roguelikes. And what also what usually gets me to bounce off of them isn't just like the random nature of the run. It's just it's the nature of like like you will spend all of this energy like they're hard. They're hard mm. games. They're like like games like Hades and games like Rogue Legacy. Like I always, like I appreciate them. But like the playing of them, the fact that like you'll get to a certain point, and you'll just die because yeah. of like. What like not on on top of the the run just giving you crap gear, but also just because it's hard. Like you're dealing with waves of en- enemies and stuff, and it's just like like it's it's it can be a very stressful experience. This is not that. Like you still have to go up against the randomness of what the game gives you, but you're only playing against yourself basically, and whatever conditions the game sets for you. So like you you have time to think, you have time to uh like. Like you are the more or less the one holding yourself back, just like mentally, not necessarily from like a yeah um, an actual like uh, like mechanical standpoint. Uh, plus, like just like the vibes of it too is just like it's just like the the music just kind of like lulls you in, and then like an hour goes by, and and the other thing too, like rounds are pretty. They're they if you get a good run going, they can be kind of lengthy, but like we're talking maybe like 45 minutes. Like they're not that's long, like, that's a long it's lo- time. It's long, but it's not like, like oh, like I just wasted my entire day. Like I've been hearing people talk about Pacific Drive, uh, which another apparently like really good game that has oh, come no. out. Oh, oh it's no. also got like roguelike stuff and the way that it works is like you're incentivized to keep going out and exploring the things you can't save between runs and the longer like longer runs of that game can take like two to three hours which is like again i have a job yeah do that susan have you have you looked at any of that game oh i looked at it oh yeah it's 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 fucking the mist like it's just like Uh what if they kept going in the mist at the end and it didn't stop yeah, that sounds like fucking awesome. Well, I'm like, oh, 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 no. Oh, the, o- uh, the only reason I'm not playing Pacific Drive this week is there's too much already out and yeah. uh, they're putting out a physical in April. Oh, are they? So, oh. Yeah, there's going to be there's going to be a physical one. So I was like, I could just wait and let that simmer. And yeah, since, yeah. since the physical is going to be like, it's clear that they're doing manufacturing in the next month. That means that there might be a nice uh, update on the disc, which I appreciate as well. I'm adding um, to my list. Yeah, yeah, Dave, that game sounds. It's good. It sounds it's, real good. It's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I like. I'm hoping that the success of this is going to lead him to updating the, the develop. Cause I think it's like one guy developed it uh, with, I mean, you know, obviously like people contributing with music and, and PR and stuff, but like one guy did like the most of the art and the, the design of it. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping this is cause this is taken off. Not, it doesn't seem to have taken off like as huge as vampire survivors, but it's, it's, it sounds like, like if they're not playing Helldivers right now, they're playing Bellatro, and I'm hoping that that leads them to support it in a similar yeah. way that they did with Vampires, where we're just like just more cards, more modes, 
throw stuff in there. Keep Real it question. going. Are either of you playing? Like, when was the last time either of you played Vampire Survivor at this point? A couple months ago. Uh, I dip my toes into it every now and then. You you play it every now and again, Susan. Like, are you, like I know you fell down that rabbit hole. I did, and then I stopped. And I'm like, I stopped. get it. I get what it's, I get what it's doing. I appreciate it, but I'm done. I also I like. It's really funny. I I think about what it takes to like feed that addictive cycle with this kind of game and like pocket card jockey and slay the spire they do what it sounds like Bellatro does which is like yes a run takes a while but you're doing a thing very quickly mm-hmm. and like vampire survivor lost me because the amount the sheer amount of time that vanishes in one of those stages is immense like you you'll play for like 30 40 minutes yeah, yeah. and it like i don't know like it, it it's it's overwhelmingly consumptive which i'm happy to play a thing like persona 3 for 3 hours in a sitting but like there's a constant sense of forward momentum right whereas you know a pocket card jockey you're like all right well i'm just going to do the next race and the next race and the next race and the next race or slay the spire it's like well, that deck fucking sucked and I beefed it on like this first enemy and I'm just going to can out and start the next one. Um, yeah, like Vampire Survivor, like I think it's incredible, but I don't like Bellatro sounds like it's not quite as uh, devouring. The, the, for me, it's not that about Vampire Survivor because it sets a hard limit on how long you can play because then death yeah. shows up and you're that's done and that's great. It's too, you have to focus too much on it. There's too yes. much on the screen. It's, it's, it's just too, you cannot think about anything else other than yes. what is happening right in front of you. Right. And, and Packer Card Jockey and, and Slay the Spire and Persona 3 even, it's there's relief there's ebbs and flows yeah you there's, yeah and you can like listen to a podcast you can sure, watch a show yeah. you can hang out with somebody like speak i speak to your spouse yeah you can, <laughs> exactly exactly whereas yeah. vampire survivor is like it really is like the fucking the goggles from star yeah. trek the next generation like, <laughs> yeah yeah, it, yeah. It, so <laughs> that's and that's fine and yeah. you know obviously i have nothing but respect for the do- design of it and the gameplay it's one stick that's amazing but I, yeah. it just feels very heavy. Yeah. I, I, it's funny. I, I'm not afraid of the drugs. Like, I don't think I'm going to play Bellatro because I'm not looking for something that's a, that it's immediate right now. And I'm not afraid of pocket card jockey on the switch because I feel like not having a proper touchscreen that's like super reactive for that game mm-hmm. is going to, keep it from having the power that it does that's why like, you get it on 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 ios man oh uh-uh, no not again <laughs> uh-uh, no 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 thank you uh yeah I was, I was talking to a buddy who bought it immediately on switch and they were like well you can still use the touch screen but it's like there's like a little bit of a lag like they were like like you know because on the 3DS, you have that like single touch capacitive yeah, yeah, touch screen. Yeah. Everything's just like, uh, 
whereas like this is like it's it there's just a little longer it's a bad it's a bad mobile device basically. yeah it's yeah. it's a bad mobile yeah. device yeah. and so yeah. i was like oh that's fine that's not the hard that's not the hard shit i need i can't that's, <laughs> that's coming with baby to, power i don't need yeah, that i don't fucking need that i need to freebase my fucking <laughs> card jockey I'm just gonna say it's real good on the nice big iPad Pro. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta have. Hold on, it's a, it's an audio medium. I need, I need this. I need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is the, what is that cover you have on that? Oh, isn't this nice? This is the new. If for listeners, I'm holding up my oh, new that. Nintendo 3DS, oh. which was the one that had like the switchable cover plates. Only, oh. they, and only released in Japan, right? No, they did. Oh, they they eventually did release it. They only so it was only for um, Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer, so you could only get it as a bundle, and like they're apparently pretty uh, rare now. But they did when Smash Brothers Wii U and 3DS came out. They did cover plates that are everyone in the Smash Brothers 3DS cast. Oh, that's fun! As that NES cute. characters, that's adorable. I love it. So one day this will put Lyra through college. That's yep. that's what. Yeah. We'll, why do they not look? This is an idea that I have loved every single time, every iteration they've done it. Remember the 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 Game Boy Micro with oh, the yeah, face of plates? Still have one. The 360 yep. face plates. Why? Why are we not doing this? It's cool. It's so fucking cool. And like they <laughs> like it's a shame the PlayStation 5 is such I was a gonna say that. abomination because yeah. they do do it. They do like, that, but it's also like like do you want red? Yeah. Right or black? They they made them for Final Fantasy 16, which might that game might be ass, but like like at least the aesthetic design of the stuff mm-hmm. that they made for it is cool. Yeah. Um, I speaking of which, I finally got a non drifty Dual Sense uh for my PS5 again because my uh, drift it Dude, happened. It, it's it's, it's, it's it is, real. It's, Look, you're getting older. Drift happens. Drift <laughs> okay. Drift happens. It's just a natural. All right. Part of it. You it's, know. It's just gonna get a little drift. Lots of guys' controllers have drift. It's okay. <laughs> Look, they make talk to your doctor if it's really bothering you. <laughs> talk to your doctor about drift. It's absurd that like a seventy dollar controller gets controller drift yes. like a year after it you is. get it. Yes, like, it and is. And the fact yeah. that like the way that it's designed to like f- fixing it like on a switch it's a pain in the ass but if but you you're can inclined, do it. you can take it apart and yeah. put in a new one it's not a huge deal with like if you want to do that on the playstation you have to like desolder the entire analog stick yeah. from the control it looks like a pain in the ass it, oh my but God. if you, if you want to swap them out Easily, you have to buy the two hundred dollar Pro PlayStation uh, controller okay. that has the swappable thumbsticks on it. It's like you motherfucker, you know, you know I, exactly I did, what you're doing. I I will say, in fairness, I got four, I three and a half years out of that controller, which, you know, I like. It's, I wouldn't say I've had. So to someone back it. at PlayStation X choose like hit the obsolescent. <laughs> Jim Ryan, somebody goes in and boy. This one last day. How many obsolescence buttons do I have to push? I just think it's wild that like I I have PlayStation One controllers that still work. I yeah. me too. You know, and yeah. like, yeah. I, well, that's the thing. Like the Polymega, I I find I did get all of the like attachments. The modules. Yeah, all yeah, the yeah. modules finally, and like th- this is a fucking bummer. The fucking Super Mario Paint mouse doesn't work. Doesn't oh. support the mouse. Do you fucking believe that shit? 
doesn't support the mouse. But like throwing them in garbage. It's <laughs> fucking trash. Uh my my Super Nintendo controllers that came with my Super Nintendo in nineteen ninety-three are still fine. Yeah. They're still just and like, like guys, you don't need to like I understand. Okay, okay. In fairness. Much simpler machine. <laughs> much simpler machine. It yeah. just has to make contact. It's not much you know. much simpler machine, but like, you know, the the fact that drift is Drift affects one in five men. (laughs) (laughs) Talk to your doctor. If you're concerned about drift, I just like, I now like, I like you can see the like commercial where it's like a fucking guy on a couch in a dark room looking sad. And like, it's just like the glow of a TV and you can hear the voiceover being like drift affects one in five men. Sam Watterson is there for some reason. Ask your doctor. See if dual sense is right for you. Side effects include <laughs> turning into an asshole. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, but like they got yeah, hall, I, hall effect sensors. Put those in there. What are you doing, Sony? The, the drifting is like it's known that if Nintendo and PlayStation would just spend a little bit more money on the manufacturer. Like, not even that much. Not that much. Like, it really wouldn't impact. Like, it just wouldn't happen. They'd be as durable as an old controller. Um, but then they couldn't sell you another Joy-Con. Yes. Apparently, that might not even be a thing. That's the other rumor that's going around, is that no more Joy-Cons when... Oh, did really? You, did you play the the uh, another code remake i haven't played i have a copy of it so someone I, like some people are saying that because like the the in in the original like you, like in the package that you get from your dad telling you to meet you on the island like it gives you a video game device and it's a 3ds right yeah yeah uh in this one they give you uh like the game device is like this wide tablet that looks like a switch but doesn't have joy cons on it like the the oh controllers are like yeah, and there's like a camera on the back, so like, yeah, I don't like, I don't want to like, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. That's not, I'm, I don't I, care. I, I will say also, also, Dave, that have you seen the thing where it's like all the screenshots of the remake of Thousand Year Door? That no. like all the so every of the run of the preview screenshots of Thousand Year Door, and people were pulling things out of the trailer where there are the button prompts. You know, typically you play like Origami King. All the button prompts you see are modeled like your Joy-Con buttons. They look exactly yeah. like those. All the buttons in Thousand Year Door look totally different, and they're all like the um, they're all like the multicolored, like that from the old controllers. So people are people are like, we're seeing evidence of a machine that was supposed to be out a long time ago. Yeah, I get the idea that this thing was supposed to be out, like. <laughs> Between all of the cloud versions and stuff like, like yeah. Shin Megami Tensei, like they're just like we just we gotta put Shin Megami Tensei Five out that remake. We can't, okay, we can't wait. wait for your dang Switch, dude. Uh, so to bring our, our bring our show home, uh, I wanted to talk to you guys about Tekken, and <laughs> I can hear both of you in your hearts being like, really. In 2024, we're going to fucking talk about Tekken. Oh, it's not in my heart, honey. It's coming right out of my mouth. All right. Like, great. You wanted to fight a bear. I'm happy for you. Why? The the wood man with the box. Yeah. That's all. 
here's the thing. I'm right there with you. I have never understood going back to the mid nineties, like why everyone gave a shit. Like there's Tekken a character is the ICP of fighting games. Okay. That's how, yes. I've all, like, I have always been right. Like the self seriousness of it. Yes. Was always so infuriating. I think somebody at Namco in authority had the same realization after 30 years. I think somebody uh, like there was like, did you guys notice that this is stupid and we thought it was really serious? Do you think it was Harada? Harada like walks in one day with the sunglasses going like, (laughs) we have to stop. (laughs) Yeah, no, I really, I genuinely think like maybe it's like like an old, like it's seventy sitcom rules. Like Harada was walking down the street and like a bowling ball fell on his head, and when he woke up, like he didn't remember who he was anymore. Like like Kermit in that Muppet movie, he he joins the ad firm and yes, starts talking I, weird. Like he's he's like like people are like, sir, you've taken off your sunglasses, and he's like, why was I wearing them inside this whole time? What are we doing? Who are you? Like it just reset. Because this game, Tekken previously, and we've all had to like, even in our like professional careers, all three of us had to like sit through a presentation at some event where they're like, this time it's Tekken Tag Tournament 2 and the rappers are here this time. It's super cool. Yep. Fucking, Fucking get on the bus with how cool it is in this one. My child's favorite character in this game is named Azucena. Azucena is a Peruvian Peruvian coffee magnate. The world is fucking ending in this game. Like, chunks of the earth are being thrown into stays, and Azucena will just literally, at the beginning of a fight, there's like the cool entrance and just rock music playing. And you will see in your screen from the side, she'll be like, Azucena! (laughs) From the side. And she'll be like, how do you like your coffee? Oh, Azucena blend is the best! And then dances at you and then beats the shit out of you and then drinks the coffee with a llama at the end of the stage. There's a French heiress. Her name is Lily. In old Tekken, I remember Lily as being the one in like the commercials during a sizzle reel for a PSP where it's like fucking Tekken's back. Look at this. She's super cool. She's got bangs and boots and she'll kick the shit out of you. She'll walk into a room with Azucena, be like, tea is better than coffee. And Azucena's like, fuck you. Except they're speaking French and Spanish at each other, untranslated. They, but they can understand each other for unknown reasons. And then you can kick one of them through the wall of a mansion. And then they just like fall into a pool. And at one point, you can be a robot. She's a lady. She also has wings and she wears a jaunty hat like my Moxie on the side of her head. Instead of a throw move, you press a button and you throw somebody. She will hand you her own head and then it will explode. (laughs) This game is fucking preposterous. (laughs) At every second, it's preposterous. And it is so overwhelmingly generous. Like, you turn it on, you get 32 characters. Yeah. Like, here's, here's just 
fucking 32 characters. Every single one of them is different. You don't have to buy alternate costumes. There's just costumes. If, do you what you want to make your own costume? Do you want your character to have a giant baguette on their back at all times? They yes. can have a giant baguette whenever you want. There is there is a story mode. I played through the whole story mode. At one point, the story mode, all right, there's a big bad guy. He runs a corporation, and it seems like it's old Tekken from our entire careers in video games. Except then, like, a horde of people are like, well, we have to beat him in open battle, and they ride motorcycles <laughs> into a field to fight his army for approximately 15 minutes out of a three-hour story mode it becomes dynasty warriors for no reason <laughs> what barely works <laughs> barely works same controls at one point in the middle of all this one of the characters who like goes back all the way to the mid 90s paul whenever you look at tekken uh, that, that fighting game mainstay paul paul <laughs> paul and like somebody at like even back in like it, 30 years ago, he looked so fucking dumb. Every time somebody was like, Tekken's cool. I was like, what are you talking about? That is a white guy with blonde hair, but he has like a Chris Rock style flat top from 1991. Is a stupid looking character. Now they know it. This story has been progressing in real time. So Paul is like a guy who's like 60, but dressed like... <laughs> Like he's in a boy band in 2002. And like the game is constantly making fun of him. It's just like, oh, here comes Paul, the strongest man in the universe. In the middle of a ground war where the, 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 the fate of the world is on the line, a guy named Law, who is just a straight up Bruce Lee ripoff, runs out in the field and kicks Paul in the face. And Paul's like, why are you with the bad guys? And he's like, you owe me money, bro. <laughs> you still, you said you were going to split that prize money with me. And so then you have to fight while there are soldiers everywhere. And then a bear, the bear walks up. The bear is dressed like Bruce Springsteen. Sure, of course. Jean jacket, red bandana. Start doing the dancing in the dark. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> the bear sees them. The bear also speaks its own language. Everybody <laughs> speaks their own language. The bear is like, rah, 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 rah. but the subtitles are like, there's Paul. I'm sick of him giving me so much shit. I'm going to go show him what's up. And the bear runs across the screen to beat up Paul. But then a missile from the war that's happening hits the bear in the back. And Paul and the other guys stop fighting. And Paul's like, oh, no, Bear, my my true friend, you saved my life. Hold on. Does Bear have a name? It's Kuma. It's just okay. his name. Okay. Is it's Bear. Bear and it's, it's, it's Bear. It's Bear. His, his name's Bear. Bear. Okay. Okay. His name is Bear. Carry on. And Paul cradles him in his arms. And then it goes back to the war. <laughs> I think... It's the pure, like, somebody remembered what video games, what video games were in, like, 1980. You're like, oh, you're a small man. You run on top of hamburgers, and then the burgers fall. Yeah. It turns into a big burger. <laughs> and we call it burger time. Make well, it's burger time. It's oh, burger. Oh, a fried it's... egg is chasing me. No! no! 
This oh, you're a fucking you're a, a little like I don't know. You're a puffball who's got a very phallic nose, and you jump on blocks. And every now and again, a snake might get you. That's that was video games. Somebody at Bandai Namco was like, "What if we stopped taking this really seriously and took that video game ethos?" Because this is the company that made a game where it's like, oh, it's a guy. He digs in the ground and then he puts an air tube in a crocodile until it explodes. True, true. Dig Dug was strange. What if you applied Dig Dug logic to a triple A budget in video games in 2024? There is another whole mode. There's like a whole other campaign called Arcade Quest where you make your own. You make like a me. You make a me. I heard the character creation stuff is like really robust. Like 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 I've seen people remake Cosmic Kiryu Kiryu and it looks like like him. Yeah, but like and like that's a whole other mode. Huh. In this you make like your own little person and then there's like a story about you like in the world of like Tekken competition. And one of the characters like the bad guy in this whole other story is a guy that takes Tekken way too seriously. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh, you fucking kids in this arcade, all you care about is making funny characters and having a good time. That's not what video games are about. It's improving your skills and getting better. And then one of the other characters is like, no, I think I'm just going to enjoy this how I want. I was like, is this the perfect video game? (laughs) It make fun of bros right in the game. I don't know how that happened. You know, I I genuinely wonder because there was this arc, right? Like like fighting games used to be silly. Yes. Yes. They were, you know, you, you, Mortal Kombat Dead or Alive, very over the top, not meant to be reality in any fashion, right? And that was that was it. It was all very, very, very larger than life. And then they and then they started people weren't playing them as much. Yeah. So they got reinvented as these gritty, serious, you know, dealing with real real world themes and 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 that had some good qualities to it, right? Like we saw, you know older female characters and female characters with clothes on and, you know, stuff like that. Tekken. Like, Tekken was, like, the vanguard of that. And, and, and then, and that happened in that people were like, well, I mean, that's, that's cool that's, that fighting games are trying something else, but, I mean, they're still fighting games, right? Right. And, and I feel like, so then they were like, well, all right, then let's just, Let's just concentrate on stuff like the mechanics of it, like online play and how much can we charge for costumes? And, you know, we're never going to grow the audience. So let's just figure out how to serve the audience. Right. And then while that was happening, everything in the world started going horribly, horribly, horribly wrong. Yes. And I feel like there's this in this upswing back to, okay, you know what? Look. Because 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 a fighting game is inherently, I don't, I don't want to say negative, but when when you're realistically beating the crap out of someone, you know what right. I mean. It feels a little too personal and close. 
and the realer it gets. Like I like yeah. I would say nothing like having played like I had unexpectedly have been playing like all of them as they as they've come out. Like Street Fighter Six, Mortal Kombat One, mm-hmm. and Tekken Eight now. And Tekken Eight, like of all of these things that are like, here's the new vanguard of visuals in these mm-hmm. things. No, Tekken Eight like looks crazy. Like yeah. it is very realistically wrought. So to your point, Susan, it is like you need to cut that somehow. Yeah, I don't feel like most players at this point want to experience getting hit in the face and indeed hitting people in the face in a kind of that real of it because of all the, of of all the video game violence you can do a, a fist fight is the one that you are most likely able to replicate in your actual life. Yes. Yeah. And this is so, it's so funny because I know that like, 30 years ago, like Tekken's claim to fame was like, it was the cool one. It yeah. was, this is so cool. This is serious. And we replicated all of these real martial arts. And now it's like, yeah, a bear at the tap of a button, a bear will pull out a salmon and slap oh, yeah. you with that salmon so hard you fly into the sky. And then the salmon turns into a missile, even though you just saw it flopping around, like it was yeah. just caught. Yeah, It turns into a missile and, and blows them up. Like it, it undercuts that constantly. I will say, like, like the like the absurd, solipsistic anime melodrama that like, co- like is coughed up throughout like the campaign. Like I, <laughs> the the good guy and the bad guy finally meet, and he punches the bad guy so hard that it causes the entire landmass they're on to eject into space. Yep. Then you have to fight in space and then it starts crashing back to earth. And then it like, you have the climactic fight on the ground. And it is like every one of the movies that you've tried to get us to watch, Dave, the Hong Kong, like, <laughs> like the dra- two, the, it sounds like they drag it balled it. They dra- yeah. yeah. It's two, two grown men who are brothers. <laughs> punching each other <laughs> one of them constantly gets back up the final fight is, is like the, eight if, fights if it was long. raining it would be perfect i think it is raining it's raining the whole time it. it's rain and there's a huge atmospheric disturbances because a continent just fell back to the planet so there's like sky high tornadoes and shit and like you'll fuck you punch through the final fight and like guys it will stop and it'll be like like it, it feels so openly making fun of the worst trends of the past few years. Like you remember the whole like press X to pay your respects thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like press X to accept your past. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's genius. <laughs> press, that I love. Press X to admit you need help from your friends. <laughs> like in the middle of the final fight, it's it is so nakedly earnest while willfully comedic in a way that would make like Chuck Jones at the peak of making Looney Tunes in the thirties be like, wow, bro, what are you on? You know what this sounds suspiciously like? Someone in their forties going, Oh wow. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was an asshole. Ooh. Ooh. I wore that. Oh no. Oh yes. Yes. It is, it is, it is, uh, a, <laughs> it is recompense 
um, to to bring it back to the addiction metaphor, it is the step where you have to go and and tell everyone <laughs> that you amends. that yeah that you fucked up and you're sorry. Yeah, I I like I. It's very yeah it it's a delight, and I will also say that like I could never. I I part of the reason I never liked Tekken like the vibe. Like Tekken three was cool, but I de- I couldn't even get into that because I just couldn't I couldn't play it. Like I I was not good at that. Mm-hmm. And like the new control scheme in this, like I can sit down, play with my wife, play with my child, and like they can hang. Oh, absolutely! Someone in their forties made this. Hundred percent. What one billion percent, Susan? Yeah, because yes. it's not the eh, get good. Like I have a job, man. <laughs> I have a life. <laughs> I I am not thirteen. <laughs> uh, things to do. Like there's laundry. I gotta mow the lawn. Right. Taxes. And you have That's... like you suddenly have a sense of humor about things again. Like yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. We went from like oh I'm I'm Hachi Mishima the CEO. Oh God, right. To a to. Azusena, like <laughs> <laughs> fucking her super move, and it, like like all like the super combos is one button. It's, you could do a super oh, combo. Oh, see, one there you That's go. It. And like at the end of hers, she'll like beat the shit out of you. And the final move is she just like on your nose, like tsh, like flicks you, and you fly through a wall. Uh, is peak. It, it this is sounds peak. like Looney Tunes. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. It's what. It's wonderful. Uh, of last week, the it's no longer called the NPD. What is the anyway? It's not? The, no, it's 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 like um, I can't remember the name. It starts with a C. Uh, but the the sales results came out, and like the top ten for the month was it was like. Modern Warfare Three is number one, but like, oh, 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 fuck. Well, fuck it's also yourself. it's just physical too, right? Like they don't. No, like, no, no, unless, no. Unless it's, it's like specifically only included. Right? All, all physical. Like, oh, okay. It's, it's it's everything now. Okay. But like, Modern Warfare Three was number one, but like Tekken Eight was number two, and then I think like number four or five was Persona Three, and then or uh, Yakuza. And then, like, six or seven was Persona 3. Mm. And I was like, oh, video games. People like v- real video games. <laughs> There's video, like, people are responding. There's hunger for things that are not um, present. I mean, yeah, like, people are still going to, like, Grand Theft Auto 5 will be on that list until the end of time. And that's fine. But, like, but that's... yeah, it's like for all of the doom and gloom in the industry right now and there's a lot to go around there's a lot working in the industry but it does like outside of like apparently skull and bones is a quadruple a game now i've i've been told uh outside of that so it's like double alcoholics anonymous yes okay got it you need to start going there it's Uh, not if you've been worked if you've been working on skull and bones you need to 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 seek therapy i think um but no like outside of that like space the spider-man 2 we're gonna throw hundreds of millions of dollars at something that isn't even gonna break even yeah uh there's a lot of interesting stuff happening like yeah I mean, like hell divers like that spider-man didn't break even i mean according to that leaked report 
Uh, I think it has since that report leaked, but yeah, yeah like it was the, it was their top, like their fastest selling game. And when that report leaked, it had not broken even. The the guy who has taken over for Jim Ryan and like it's going to get real spicy at Sony over the next year. I didn't realize who was stepping in for Jim Ryan. It's just the CFO. He has no design background. Oh, cool. God. Cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. And yeah, so the, the bad t- you thought Jim Ryan was bad. You thought and like it's legitimate. Like he apparently did a studio visit at Bungie. And the big uh, quote that came out of that was he's like, well, I'm very concerned at the margin, the margin return on all of our games. And like, yeah, no duh, motherfucker, because you guys put someone in charge who was like every single one of our products has to be $300 million and sell 50 million copies because we're not going to make puppeteers anymore. No more puppeteer, no more. Small, like no Sony Japan sm- gone. Yeah, there's a no sm- modest title. I, Everything I, must be, you know. I there is no interest in a diversified, yeah. low operating cost portfolio to yeah. serve and, a global market. They and went. Then Helldivers Two comes out, exactly. which is that game. That exactly. it's because like they had mod. I'm absolutely the way that that game like launched and the servers were full. Yeah, that game absolutely had modest expectations. They did not expect that Clearly, game to, yeah. to, to 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 hit like it did, but it did, and that's why you have the modest games to back up the big budget stuff. Because sometimes, because you never know. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes, yeah, be, sometimes because, you break even. Sometimes, Helldivers yeah. Two uh, makes the internet go on fire. I'll be very interested to see. Like, cause I know like Naughty Dog is being like, yeah, we're working on our next thing. And like, I am wondering if the result of all of this will be a like, maybe like, like uh, not a tonal replication of what we were just talking about with Tekken 8, but like a, a reconsideration of like, what are we all doing here? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are, what are we all doing here? Because I like <laughs> not everything it shouldn't all be either Bellatro or God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just shouldn't be. Um, you know well, it's just, it, this, par- this parallels the call for B-movies. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, just give us a B. If you put out a B-action movie that understands it's a B-movie, people will watch it and they will be very happy. Yeah, I'm so sad that so many people like it fucking like the fact that we need to go through a cycle where there's so much economic instability where people who need security to survive are getting fucked rather than these stupid fucking executives. Yeah, Um, like that is depressing. The net benefit of that, though, will be the like demolishing of these top heavy corporate structures. Yeah, like hopefully. Yes, yeah. hopefully. Like, but I mean, it has to because there's no, there is no pool of revenue to support. Right, them. right, like, right. You, you, yeah. you can't make money if no one has money to spend. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> you dumb dumbs. That's that's, that's always make money if you delete your website. You idiot. <laughs> Every time I it talk to social media, like, do you hear yourself? 
whenever I talk to somebody who's like deeply concerned about generative AI, I'm like, one of two things will happen. Either we will all incorporate these tools into our careers and everybody will move on. Or these dumb corporate motherfuckers will literally erase the economy that props up their wealth. And probably I won't get to live on the other side of their world crumbling, but I will get to retire and be Ernest Borgnine and escape from New York. Yeah. <laughs> That's a win-win, really. Either or is cool with me. But like, like cre- creating, consolidating wealth and resources in these larger and larger structures doesn't work. You can't skip leg day, PlayStation. <laughs> That's that's what my book on economics is going to be. <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Can't can't skip leg day. Uh, Dave, who also can't skip leg day? Yeah, all, <laughs> the all of our uh, the swole AF <laughs> in our. Uh, I think about the the continued <laughs> audience. That's how I think of them. Just oh, just, just voided ju- out. Jack. Yep, just just ripped like Jesus. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. All of our wonderful <laughs> Patreon backers who are not taking substance enhancing or uh, enhancing drugs. Um, yes. Patreon.com forward slash continue podcast. Any support, monetary support helps us keep the show running, the lights on, um, buying too many video games because there's too many. There's too much stuff right now. But uh, if you back us at the $10 level and above, I'm going to give you a shout out now. Uh, we've got Toast, Adam Gauntlet, Michael Coffey, Shirley L., The Fancy Manatee, Stormshot, Matthew Peters, Gluttony One of Seven, Frank Sands, Tyler Nilsson, Shane Nilsson, Yaddle, Ryan Brady, Jacob Christos, Chris Cook, Christian Fisher, Skip Dippity, Canonical, Tom Coveney, and Nick Grugan. Thank you. Thank you all, you are lovely people, and a uh, uh, special special shout out to uh, Nick Grugan. Yes. Who's dealing with some stuff right now and uh, nothing, nothing but wishes, well wishes to you, sir. I, I, Susan, that's so funny. You should say that. I wanted to give a special shout out to Nick as well, who uh, just was doing some house cleaning and sent some old Wii games and a couple of Super Nintendo games and some comics over to me, just like out of the kindness of his heart. And yeah. it was the most wonderful thing uh, in the world, like Nick, thank you so much. Honestly, um, yeah. Uh, I guess you can listen to us every two weeks and leave us a review on iTunes. And here's an ad for Me Undies. Oh wait, we're not a normal podcast. <laughs> I thought there was a normal podcast. Uh, but if, if, you're but not, if Me Undies wants to support us, hey, reach we'll, out. We'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do an ad read for me. I don't. I will ad read all day. Sure, happy to all, all day. Uh, you can back us at Patreon.com/slash/continuepodcast. If you cannot back us, we totally get that. And please give the show to a friend. That's that's the thing that I always encourage people to do. Is just uh, spread this like a a virulent uh, creature, sexually transmitted disease. Yes. Oh my god. Yep. <laughs> I was yep. going to say it, and then, Susan, you you could sense that I was, like, sitting on the edge of S. Yep. and then Oh, yeah. See, this is I. This is my version of being Tekken 8 mature. I walked it back. It's, like, the one time I, I walked it back. 
Uh, <clears throat> you can follow us all on the internet. Susan, where are you on the internet? Uh, I am on Twitter at Susan Art. I'm on Blue Sky, also Susan Art. And you can find me on Substack. Uh, I do have a newsletter called Channel Surfing where I write about TV and movies. Uh, most recently, I wrote about uh, Jack Reacher again because mm-hmm. I find that show fascinating. But you all, it was, it was from the lens of like, uh, can anybody play anybody? Yeah. And it's yeah. a wonderful piece. It's a oh, wonderful thank piece. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Dave Roberts, where are you on the internet? You can find me on Blue Sky at David Robots, uh, also Letterboxd at David Robots. Uh, my movie recommendation this week, I watched a movie called Red Rock West, which is a really cool... Wait like, a minute, I know that one! 90s neo-noir western yeah. movie. Nicolas yeah. Cage, Laura Flynn Boyle, Dennis Hopper. Yeah, it's... What? It's really... Yeah. Like, Vinegar Syndrome just put out a really nice Blu-ray of it, and they're they're new. They, they have like... 8 million different labels, but this one is called Cinematograph, where they find I don't know, yeah, right, right like that's like too, even for me, that's a little too pretentious, but like they've been, their their goal is to find like like cult hits and like buried gems in like 70s right. through 90s American cinema and this was one of the ones they put out and it's really fun movie, yeah Nicolas Cage plays a, a drifter, is out of money, stumbles into a job where a guy hires him to kill his wife and uh, the the actual guy who's supposed to kill his wife shows up like a day late. And so there's this like tension between all of these different. They've all got their own reasons for killing each other. Off. It's really cool. It's really fun. What a what a cast. And it's, yeah, it's like half the cast has worked with David Lynch at some point. Yeah. Don't watch the shit out of that. Yeah. Uh, I guess you can follow me on the Internet at <laughs> John Agnello on it's, Twitter and Blue Sky. I'm out there. It's bad on there, man. It is very bad. It's not good. It's not good. Um, All right, everybody. We'll see you in two weeks uh, when we're... It's Final Fantasy season, guys. It's time. Oh, God. That's right. It's time. It's time. I'm sorry to everybody in advance. All right. We'll see you in two weeks. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.